and welcome to the next show of dudes saying stuff. <laughs> hey, come on, man. I'm the one who always has to do the intro, so sometimes I just get lost in my head. But I love it, Mike. I love we got it. a lot to cover this week. Mm -hmm. uh, as usual, this time we have three trades to grade. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. So we're going to start off, though, with a, <clears throat> the, you know, the same one every time. Jordan's Corner. <sighs> Hello, everybody. LSU is on a bye. Um, we have a lot of soul searching to do on defense. That's honestly like all I got to say. It was not a fun weekend for any of our teams. Mike, Dom, um, Saints also sucked it up. Just a rough, rough, rough weekend. So that's all I got. All right. Well, let's just get into it because we got a lot of business to cover. First trade was a doozy. Uh, we have Dom receiving Brian Robinson. Eli receiving Lamar Jackson. I see you got some notes in there. Uh, uh, George, that was me. That was you, me. You, you want to you comment on it then? I do. I think so. Dom, I think it's a good trade for Dom. I think Eli got diddled pretty good. You already have a good QB with Jared Goff. He's not top five or top ten, but he'll get you by. You're giving up a running back one, a starting running back, who gets carries that is so, so important in the league. I don't agree with it. Uh, Barkley's going to get hurt again. That's, that might be why you felt like you give up running back. By Barkley is an injury prone running back. Um, Eli, at least get somebody else other than just one guy. So that's all I got to say. I graded one guy. I, 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 I think I, it's a fair trade. I will, I will, Dom, you're, you're biased. Um, okay. I will say, <laughs> I will say, it is a fair trade, and this is why. Lamar Jackson is an upgrade over Goff. It's an upgrade over Deshaun Watson. Uh, he's got a. He shouldn't carry three quarterbacks. <clears throat> However, he completely gets an upgrade there, um, and he gets the. He's, you know, minimum probably, what top seven quarterback just because he has a safe rushing floor. He'll never have to guess which player to play. He has the massive upside potential. He does lose Brian Robinson who has been lights out or has been performing really well. He's had one monster game and performed pretty well in a couple of others. But I want to remind everyone, this week he'll do good. Washington is not going to be playing with a lead a lot. They will be playing from behind more, uh, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And when that happens, Brian Robinson is not used as much. He's still solid. Don't get me wrong. He is still solid. Like, I think Dom still got – he got a running back, which is, you know, gold when it comes to fantasy football nowadays, uh, especially with how the landscape is. But I believe Brian Robinson, it's not like – I think Eli sold him at his peak, and I think mm -hmm. it was a fair deal. I think that – that's my feeling about it. I think it's I a think... fair deal. I think you got a solid running back, Dom. Like, I, but I don't think he's going to remain top five the entire time. Same thing with Lamar. I don't think Lamar is going to finish the top one or two quarterbacks. He has the potential, but I don't think he will. He hasn't looked that great, but he has that safe fucking floor. So. I think, I think Lamar gets hurt, and I think Dom probably would have given up another player, but he tried to see what Zach Zach, Zach would bite for one, and Zach did, so he Dom didn't have to offer anything else. Right, but I well. think Dom would have been willing to offer a little more. So it's just my no, I, th I think okay. we'll I think we'll agree to disagree on that one. That's um, fair. That's fair. But, Love you, Zach. Yeah. Next one uh, was also a big one. <laughs> big uh, one. Kurt receives Geno Smith and T.J. Hawkinson. This happened today, this morning, and Cuz <laughs> receives Russell Wilson and Brees Hall. Dom, since you didn't really get a chance to talk that much on the last one, how about you take this one? <clears throat> All right, so K-Bag gets uh, Geno Smith. And I think the quarterbacks here, um, I know Geno's kind of falling off a little bit. And Russell Wilson's useless for fantasy. Um, so I'll say uh, you got top, the better top side. 10, top 10 Ru Russell Wilson? Huh? No, top 10? No. That's He's cooking. And Man is cooking. He's simmering, but I don't think he'll get to a boil. <laughs> the, um, on the other side of this, obviously, Kurt gets a nice <clears> – <throat> 
uh, solid, reliable tight end, TJ Hawkinson. Tight end and one. Tight end one. The tight end one for now. Um, but still, could finish top three with Kelsey and Andrews uh, with the volume that he's getting. So, like Kurt's side, better overall. But like you said, running backs are the the commodity that you need and that is hard to find, especially on the waiver wire this week. Um, so, Cuz getting Brees Hall. I know Dalvin Cook is there, but we've all seen in a few games, Cook isn't the same. Um, Brees Hall is the dude. And if the Jets are smart, they'll continue to feed him the ball more. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think Cuz does get a good piece in this trade. Uh, but I like Kurt's side a little better. I, I like the overall, I'm happy with the league making all these moves. And we do have one more to talk about still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah, you can take that one. But I'll I will just say with, with Kurt and <laughs> Kurt and Cuz, um, literally two minutes like after the trade was like accepted, like what, a sleeper alert came in, they were like, Yeah, uh Bruce. Brees Hall is no longer on mm-hmm. a snap count. It's like whoo, that was yeah. good. But and I will also say, defense. Yeah, I also also say Hawkinson. Uh he's he, he I think he has a shot to remain tight end one and he and tight ends also one of those positions where you can get a clear advantage. So I think it was a good move for both. Um, and uh, Kurt had the depth. I mean, nobody likes to lose running back depth, but, I mean, you can't play for, for uh, running backs. So, you know, why not get a starting tight end out of it? I like it. Agree. I agree. Yeah. Good All right. All right. Dom, you have the next one. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> and the last trade, the most useless trade I've seen yet in the league, Eli getting Daniel Jones to remind you, if you hadn't been listening for the last five minutes, he also just got Lamar Jackson in a trade this week. <laughs> so I don't know why he's trading quarterbacks if just for fun, just to get us talking about it. Congratulations. It worked. Um, he gets Daniel Jones, whom he'll never play except maybe on the bye week. And then Jordan receives Kenny Pickett, whom he's already dropped. So <laughs> I grade this grade a D for doesn't even matter, useless. But you know what? It's fun. So that's why I didn't did, didn't give it an F, even though F is for fun. I gave it <laughs> oh a D. Oh, my God. Because it still it doesn't matter. But it still keeps the activity going. I like, I like that uh, in the league having more trades, and I like to see some more coming up. But talking to you people out there, everyone else, <sighs> listeners. Get some trades going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, look at uh, look at Eli now trading with every single dude this year at least once. Maybe it's part of his plan. Yep. <laughs> All right, Jordan. Let's kick us off with the week uh, four reviews. Thank you, sir. Week four reviews. Um, so I've get K Bag versus Mikey B, and holy shit, what a week! What a roller coaster ride for Mike. He was easiest. Easy, easily the saltiest I've ever seen him for a guy who was almost two and two. I felt like he was going to win the whole night. Maybe Mike, though, I get be in your position, so I probably would have been really salty too. But man, that salt was flowing. Uh, you beat Kurt by a close 1.72 points in a very, very low scoring affair. Um, Justin Fields finally showed out, and you needed every rushing yard and passing touchdown that that bad quarterback had in order to beat K Bag. Um, K-Bag came up just short, uh, didn't get the performance he needed from, I guess, Tua for sure. Uh, good win, Mike. A much, much needed win for you. Yeah, I already sent y'all that little stat. Only quarterback to ever outduel Mahomes, and it's fucking Zach Wilson. Makes me sick. It's right. wild. Yeah. Dom, let's take the next one. Next one. Uh, Trunk Boys, Evan, moves up to 3-1. and one. Why? Because he played Dez. Dez, you've been struggling. I know we bashed you big time on your draft, and so far you're proving us right. Um, team's not looking great, and when Mahomes is your high scorer, I'm sorry, your Ravens defense was your high scorer. I scored Mahomes this week with 16, Mahomes only 15, and then the majority of your team scoring six or less, um, not going to get it done. To show out on Evan's side, I mean, solid performances across the board. Um, 
and Brock Purdy, I know he's uh, he's currently a quarterback 11, and I think he's going to stay right around there. He's just going to be consistent, probably around low 20s each week because of the weapons that he has. And the rest of his lineup did well, didn't need to do much to pull off the 70-point victory over Mingo was his name-o. But Trunk Boys are now 3-1, and one, and Mingo was his name-o, 0-4. Oh, Mm-hmm. Next, we have uh, the lovers, uh, Jordan versus Chris. Uh, so Jordan's team was dragged across the finish line uh, first in this low-scoring affair behind CMC's 46.2 points. Just so you know, that's 49% of the total team's points for that week. Um, so nearly That's half. almost half. That's nearly half. <laughs> to put things in perspective for Chris, Bill Meyer, the kicker, was the second highest scorer on his team at 12 points. Chris needs Eckler and JT back ASAP. Uh, He did just trade for Brees Hall after I I wrote this, but still, he is hurting. Um, But yeah. Hurting for a squirting. You got lucky again, Jordan. Hey, what do you mean, Mike? You know what? 4-0, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, I mean... I know I got lucky. I've got I've got a rough road coming up, but four now. Yep. All right, Jordan, you're up. I am up. All right, so I get to get the pleasure of reviewing um, what I thought. And I think Mike did too. Well, one of the games of the week, definitely uh, number two game of the week for me. <clears throat> so Big O got off to a very hot start thanks to three field marshal Montgomery touchdowns um, on was it Thursday night? Yeah, Thursday night. Yep. But it just wasn't enough to hold off Diddle and Dom. I mean, he gets the win, which, if if you listened last week, doesn't even matter. Dom doesn't even fucking care. Just gets wins, doesn't <laughs> care. Um, highest score of the week. Highest score of the yeah. week. It, he didn't care about it, though. Didn't fucking care. Did you pay him, by the way, Mike? Yeah, I did. Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Paid him. Um, he proves a two and two. Had a huge showing from A-Chain again. Back-to-back weeks. I think he's the RB1, and he only has two weeks worth of playing. So just absolutely unbelievable run here from a chain and his waiver pickup, Kyron Williams. Um, I was telling you guys before the show, I'll say it again. Dom is getting hot. I think he's going to just get a bunch of wins in a row here coming up in the season team to beat right now team to beat. No pressure. No pressure, Dom. (laughs) No, All right, next I'll review your better half, Sam Ham Sandwich, facing off against the Nashville B Rudders. And the Ham Sandwiches took care of business. I believe she was the second highest scorer behind my team this week. Well done, Sam, putting up a solid 148. She Led was pissed. By other... Pissed, by the way, Dom. Sorry. Just pissed <laughs> that you beat her. Hey, got to stay hungry. Oh, She's yeah. got the number two overall quarterback in Josh Allen. He was the number one quarterback of the week with 44.5 points and a huge blowout over Miami, letting him know who's the real boss of their uh, division. So she improves to two and two. While on the other side, the Nashville D-Rudders uh, had a big performance from Puka. Uh, and obviously we know he needs quarterback help, but he's got that coming in the form of Lamar Jackson. And the question is whether or not Puka will continue to produce because a guy by the name of Cooper Cup back at practice today and may be playing this week. So it'll be interesting to see how Puka does moving forward. That said, Nashville D Rudders are now one and three. Sam is two and two. Yep. Next we have what was gonna be the game of the week, uh, with J.O. versus Jason. J.O. continues to establish dominance across the rest oh. of the league. Taking oh. down the previous power rank number one, Jason. Uh, this week is behind Diggs and uh, AJ Brown with a combined 69 points. Very nice. Uh, Jason wasn't helped with the negative two from Pittsburgh D. And Jason falls <laughs> uh, to two and two. J.O. is the other unbeaten 4 and 0. And now. I mean- yeah. Reigning champ. Do we have to take him seriously? How many in a row has he won? 
he has i he's a real deal we take him seriously we don't have to question it every week now <laughs> all I right think you're the only one who's not taking him seriously anymore oh yeah. i just gotta let gotta let jo know yeah uh stars of the week jordan hit us up with the first all right so i think mike will like this one my star of the week mentioned him earlier Got to give it to Justin Fields. He he is finally he was who he thought he could be. Um, put up a thirty six point performance for the commish come ish, <laughs> with four passing touchdowns, easily his best outing of the year. Um, despite that effort and Mike's win from Fields, his actual football team, the Bears, still lost after being up or that Mike Dom twenty eight to nothing. 28 yeah. to 7. Um flew it between a matchup between the two worst NFL teams I've ever seen play besides the Saints offense. Uh star of the week, Justin Fields. Yeah, for me it was the NFL conspiracy theorist. Um there was a lot of uh <laughs> I questionable love this. I love calls I love this pick so much. That uh only strengthened that there might be some rigging going on and we Mm -hmm. don't need to go further into it. Uh, The KC New York jets has been all over the news all damn week. And so I'm not going to go any further. Uh, They are the star of the week. They got what they wanted. Mine is going to be the number one. And I think we'll continue to get a big workload for one of the best offenses in the league, the Kansas city chiefs. And that's running back Isaiah Pacheco. His carries are going up Ooh. each week from 8 Ooh. to 12 to 15 to 20. And the yards are going up. He's scoring touchdowns, getting two to three receptions a game, too, from Patty Mahomes. High-value targets, high volume on a good offense. Currently the RB12. I don't see how this guy doesn't finish in probably the top eight on this offense if he continues to get this kind of workload. So Isaiah Pacheco solid 24 this week and i think he continues uh to prove that he is the guy in kansas city i like that pick thank mm-hmm. you good, good pick dom all right now with the stars comes the bums <sighs> bum of the week oh. for me so uh, real quick this is an outside <laughs> request from a loyal listener not 100 my words but i get the frustration so the bum of the week for me by association of someone who wanted to pass it along is Taylor Swift. <laughs> Taylor Swift is nothing more than a shill for Roger Goodell to get more viewers. Um, I get it. I know the NFL is loving the Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey thing. It's in everybody's face. I can't believe I'm talking about it right now. I want to throw up, but <clears throat> anything associated with Goodell, you're a bum. You're a fucking bum because we are a Goodell hating podcast. We only have one true good commish. And, um, also, fuck the Saints. Fuck you, Saints. Clean house. Get rid of everybody there. Can't lose to Baker Mayfield twice, two years in a row on two fucking different teams. Two different fucking teams. And at home. You're a bum, Saints. Get out of here. All right. Uh, for me, it's going to be um, – that was a lot. Uh, for me, it is Raheem Mostert. Um, can anyone get a reason why I put him? Uh, if you don't, I played him uh, the week prior where he scored four fucking touchdowns oh against me. Uh, oh but, but this week, uh, what did he do? Oh, nothing. Four total points. Four total fucking points, fumbling twice, nine total yards on the ground. And he couldn't – I don't think it would have mattered last week, but, I mean, <laughs> Jesus. You go from four touchdowns to four points wide huge difference and so with that it probably it definitely cost uh jason the win uh against jo just one of the factors so <laughs> he is my bum of the week <laughs> i fucking love that mike that's mm-hmm. so good oh all right so lastly here uh there's several i can go with this week uh guys who didn't perform like they're supposed to but to kind of piggyback on Jordan and talking about the Saints, how bad they are, Chris Olave, and I just it goes along with Derek Carr. I don't think anyone played Derek Carr for fantasy, 
but I think his shoulder really affected Olave's <clears throat> output this week. Uh, I only had, what was it, one catch? One catch this week for four yards on six bad targets. Um, yeah, Olave, a bum week. Hopefully, you know, the Saints figured out either Derek Carr can rest and <sighs> let Taysom Hill just run it and Jameis sling it a little bit. But I don't know. It's tough right now down in NOLA. Mm-hmm. Trash. Yep, but that's the past. Let's get past it. All right. To the future. Trash. And we are going into week five. First matchup is Dez first. Chris. Mm. Whew. All right. Man. So let's look at Dez <laughs> real quick. Um, uh, she's got some stars in there, right? I mean, first off, she's got Mahomes against Minnesota. That should be a great game. Probably the second best game in the slate for the NFL. Um, Minnesota's the 24th ranked defense. You expect Mahomes to bounce back from a pretty bad game against the Jets. Mm-hmm. Should have had three picks, but you know, NFL couldn't allow that to happen, so he only had two. Um mm. And so I do expect a huge bounce back game. This this is sneaky four to five touchdown type of performance that could be incoming. Then we have Chris Alave against New England. We just talked about how putrid the Saints offense is. That definitely does not help Alave. And they're facing New England. And New England takes out your best player. So is that Alave or Kamara? I don't know. But odds are it's if, if it's not Alave, if Carr can't throw more than seven yards down the field, Alave isn't isn't set for a good game. And then finally, Jordan Addison. Addison going against Kansas City in that what should be a shootout. He had a goose egg last week, um, only one target. That's not going to help you get any wins there. Um Des, so <laughs> so you got to hope that Jordan Addison, who they drafted in the first round, starts seeing a lot more targets. Dom? All right. On the other side, the fuckholes, a perennial contender start struggling to start off this season at one and three. But he gets, he's got two new shiny toys he wants to play with this week, and that's Russell Wilson, who's going up against the Jets who I believe, I think Russell Wilson's going to come back down to earth specifically this week. Currently the QB7, but a tough matchup. Uh, I just, I don't believe in whatever's going on there. Love you, Sean P, for what you did for us back in the day. But I don't I think Russell Wilson's coming back down to earth today, uh, this week. Next, I'll talk about Brees Hall, who gets to go up against this shitty Denver defense. It's the number one matchup for the running back position in fantasy. We know what the Dolphins did to Denver and what everyone's been doing to Denver in the run game. Uh, Brees Hall projected to have a really big game uh, this week uh, in that matchup as well. Lastly, let's uh, mention Calvin Ridley. He got a blown coverage touchdown in the game in London last week. The Jaguars remain in London for another matchup against the Buffalo Bills. Uh, we'll see if uh, Trav or what you call it, Trevor Lawrence, who's currently uh, on our waiver wire, if he can target this guy some more. His targets have gone down since week one. He started off really well with 11 targets, gone down to 8-7 and only two targets last week. Uh, don't understand it. I believe Christian Kurt is their leading uh, receiver as far as when it comes to targets and the first look for Trevor right now. <clears throat> So we'll see what Calvin does uh, this week against Buffalo. It's going to be a tough one. Mm-hmm. I'm up? Yeah, yeah. That's how, that's right. how we've been doing it. So. All right, so for me – This is how we do it. For me, this is my game of the week. Uh, this is two teams. What? Don't do it. Don't do it. Do it. Just really need a win. Um, I think Desiree has, has – it's rough over there, but I think she has some wins – in her this season, this is a potential spot, but for me, the X factor is the running back position where Cuzzy is absolutely stacked, or at least he will be coming back next week. But he got a great trade pickup with Brees Hall at the right time, gets a shitty defense. He's gonna get more carries. 
uh, Cuz is going to get the W and improve it two and three, I think. I really do. <laughs> okay, bold pick there. Um, I know. It's, this is a tough one. I, I totally. Um, next pick. Uh, I'm I mean, calling next... it. Jazz gets her first win this week. Woo! Oh, shit. Water bet. <laughs> Water bet. Play Shoot, right water me and Jordan? Yeah, yeah. Or not? I don't know about that. All yeah, right. I'm not putting my my hand my faith in someone else's hands. Oh my god! Especially these two teams. All right. The 11th and 12th. Okay. Right now. Okay. Next we have Jason versus Eli. So Jason just coming off a a heartbreaking loss to Jo. Uh, currently fourth in the rankings. Um, he has some heavy hitters. I mean, we know that his team can go off. We know this exactly because he went back-to-back highest-scoring weeks. And so, first, I'm going to look at Joe Mixon going against Arizona, 30th ranked. He, it hasn't been a, a stellar um, year for him, but you have to expect with Arizona, I know they've been somewhat competitive, but they're going to have to start relying on Joe Mixon because Joe Burrow is not getting it done through the air. Um, so he's going to have to start checking down to Mixon. They're going to have to run it. This is the type of spot you would do that. Um, he needs to, he needs to get some solid running back one points from Joe Mixon. Then let's talk about Raheem Mostert. Uh, as previous mentioned, went from four touchdowns to four points. And with that, <laughs> um, he got somebody by A-Chan who's coming up his rear real fast because he is a very, very fast individual he makes uh, fast people look not so fast and so <laughs> he is going to be going against the giants who is dog shit as well um but if he wants to keep a hold of the starter reps he's gonna have to start performing a little better he can't have what he did last week he's got to be more like two weeks ago i mean if he he's had two solid weeks at six around 6.7 and 6.3 yards a carry and then the other two weeks, 3.7 and 1.3. Um, so he's got to start getting better because you got players like Ahmed, who's about to come back, Jeff Wilson, who's probably going to come back, and we could be looking at a very, very crowded backfield and not getting a lot of work. So he needs to establish that lead back. Um, and what a great spot to do it than the New York crappy Giants. Um, and then finally, I want to look at George Kittle, who – is against Dallas, easily the game of the week, probably the NFC, one of the NFC championship yes. potentials. Yep. Philly yep. would only be the other one, um, but even then their offense hasn't, looking, hasn't looked great. He's had three games out of the last four <clears throat> sub-five points. That's not what you want when you drafted George Kittle. Um, he drafted him somewhat high, and so he only had a single target well, they didn't need to throw against a lot uh, against the uh, Cardinals, but I would say with Dallas, well, probably you would think would be a, a different story. So I know um, Jason is going to be hoping for a lot more out of George Kittle, um, which, of course, uh, when I played Jason, the one time he scored over five points, oh in fact, God. over ten, uh, that was when he faced me. So, all right, I'm done. Next, oh my next god, one. Mike, you're so mad. I'm just saying. I just think it's funny. Like every time, it's like, oh, he had a career game two weeks ago when he played me. So, well, I beat Jason. That's all that matters. Okay. <laughs> next, we'll talk about the Nashville D Rudders. Uh, they also have a shiny new toy to shine off. To, to shine off. Uh, you know about that, Joe? You know how to shine something <laughs> off. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm, good right. joke. Okay. Yeah, like you rub it and you shine it. You yeah. Know? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? M- move on. <laughs> Lamar Jackson. This is a professional podcast. Oh, sorry. Excuse me, boys. Moving oh, we, on. We should have sound bites. <laughs> Lamar Jackson, uh, whom he acquired from me in trade, playing against Pittsburgh. And just looking at his lineup overall, most of his lineup has green and the opponent rank for this week, man. He's got favorable matchups. And of course, we think Lamar is going to continue to do what he does. He had a slower start, has come on the past couple weeks. I didn't trade him because I didn't think he was good. I just also had a younger version of him 
And I think he'll, he's going to do great. But Zach's going to need some input elsewhere in his lineup. Uh, he's going to stack up some W's here. Uh, next, we'll talk about Saquon Barkley. He's dealing with that high ankle sprain. He is back to a limited practice this week, going up against uh, Miami, who is 25th ranked. Uh, we'll see if he's in his lineup. This is going to be a big determining factor whether or not Zach could have a solid uh, starting lineup this week uh, because the way it stands right now, his replacement would be Najee Harris, who has been uh, not so good this year. And uh, all his, his other players are currently on bye. And lastly, I'll talk about DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, started off the season getting a lot of targets and has since falling off. Started with seven and the last few weeks have been three or four targets or three or four receptions, excuse me. And obviously Tennessee, I know this is uh, Zach's home team being a Nashville native, but uh, DeAndre Hopkins not looking like the Hopkins of old, just looking like old Hopkins. Uh, we'll see what else uh, his team can produce. He does have Puka and Cooper Cup. I mentioned earlier we weren't sure Cooper Cup's going to be back. So he's set up with having – one, if not two, really good Rams wide receivers going forward. Uh, but will it be this week? Who knows? Uh, Jordan, what do you think about the matchup? Uh, I don't think it'll be this week. I also think Jason's going to get the dub. And with that said, the uh, X factor will be the wide, re- wide receiver position. Zach has Puka, who he got off waivers. He is the hottest thing in the NFL besides Taylor Swift. And, I mean, uh, Jason has all faithful, all reliable Justin Jefferson, who I think is easily the best wide receiver in NFL. In the NFL, it's not even close. Jason will improve to 3-2, and two, and the D-Rudders 1-4. and four. All right. Well, next we have past the Sherbert against Trunk Boys. Past the Sherbert currently at 1-3, ninth. So far, bold prediction is looking good. Um, for Jordan, well, he is starting off with the number four quarterback because Justin Herbert, um, not to be confused with Sherbert, is currently on by Nurse and also a broken finger on the non throwing hand. But Jordan Love, he wants some McLovin, uh, currently number four, didn't look that great against Detroit, uh, but saved his day at the with garbage time. Still nearly 20 points on every game um, before last week was over 26. So this is Vegas, and this is a good matchup. It's on Monday night in the bright lights. We did see how the bright lights worked on him on Thursday night. Not so good, but this is, will be Vegas. It will be indoors. I expect him to bounce back really, really well. Then you got David Montgomery. So Montgomery... Uh, is currently number nine, and he missed a game. That's thanks to 121-yard, three-touchdown performance last week. Um, and he should be completely healthy. I mean, if not, you don't give him 32 carries. And that's against Carolina, who is also horrible against the run. Um, so he's in a smash spot there. So he's in a very good, good spot to look at. Um, then 2-2 Atwell. Yes, that's right. Someone is literally playing 2-2 Atwell in a lineup. That's how crazy this year has been. Uh, He is currently ranked the wide receiver 21, so he is a wide receiver 2. But as we've already mentioned, Cooper Cup may be back. With that being said, someone is going to end up losing touches or targets. Is it going to be Puka? Is it going to be 2-2? Is it going to be Higby? No one knows. All we know is if Cooper Cup plays, he is getting his. And we just, with for every action, there is an opposite reaction. So who is it going to affect the most? Dom? Mike, thank you for the physics lessons. Appreciate it. No problem. Uh, we all know you love, a, you love a good tutu, though. Am I right? Yeah, why not? So on the other side of this matchup, let's talk about Trunk Boys. Three and one currently sitting in third place the highest-ranked team with an L at the moment. Um, Looks like this week they're going to make a change at the quarterback position uh, because Brock Purdy 
who did well for him last week is playing against Dallas. And we all know that could be a very tough matchup. So instead, he's going with Joe Burrow, who's playing against Arizona, who has been pretty good to the fantasy quarterback position. But can Joe Burrow stay upright? Um, Our Lord and Savior has not looked like the man that we know uh, so far this season, currently ranked 31 at the quarterback position. Um, Evan's really hoping he doesn't get a, a dud performance from Joe this week. Uh, next person I'll talk about, Tyreek Hill. He had his first dud of a week uh, this past week, uh, only scoring uh, 8.7 points, where he had double digits in previous weeks. I expect him to have a, a bounce back. Uh, you can't hold this man down for long. He's currently the wide receiver three on the season, and he's got an average matchup against the Giants. Um, I'm sure Miami will find a way, Tua will find a way to get him the ball, and I'm sure he'll find the end zone. And lastly, let's talk about uh, Josh Jacobs. He's got a favorable matchup against the Green Bay Packers, uh, and he had his first really big week so far this year. Um, Basically, 24 points, which matches his total fantasy points from all weeks one through three combined. Uh, it's good to see the Las <clears throat> Vegas Raiders need Josh Jacobs if they're going to have any kind of success. Um, and I believe Trunk Boys would like it as well to help his team keep stacking up dubs. Um, but Jordan, will he stack up another dub this week? <sighs> you know, I don't think he will. I think Ollie will get a much, much, much needed win. Uh, Travis Kelsey is needing a he is due due he's due for a huge game. I mean, he's been solid. He already has two touchdowns in the uh, three games he's played in. He's been very solid, but I think he's having a bigger, bigger weekend coming up. Also, Jordan Love on Monday night. I think he's also going to show out, and Ollie Ollie's going to get the win. Okay, so is Kelsey your X Factor? It... Oh, I forgot to talk about X Factor. Actually, yeah, it's Kelsey. Okay, yeah, it goes to show kind of like you don't really prep for anything. Um, you didn't have <laughs> one. You, you didn't have one ready. So I've been doing well all show up until yeah. that right there. Okay, yeah, I'm just saying, just a little <laughs> prep would be nice. Uh, we oh are my. a prof- professional <laughs> podcast. All right, what next up, I only do that to you because we're talking about our matchup next. Dude versus dude. First one of the season, I believe, correct? Yes, it is. All right. Yep. Well, I got I get to review you. And so first off, I'm gonna look at your quarterback position. You uh you traded away Daniel Jones, which was a very smart move. Um <laughs> just for someone else you would drop, ultimately picking up Sam Howell, uh going against Chicago. I love the I love the matchup. I like Sam Howell. He has the weapons. Um, so you're gonna. I mean, this is a good streaming option. If if you mm-hmm. know, I understand yep. Dak is playing at San Francisco, so it makes complete sense. We're gonna have uh, a good Thursday night battle. Uh, so that will be a fun on the group chat. Uh, so Sam Howell I, is the first one to mention. Uh, Christian McCaffrey. Needs no introduction. I'm only going to highlight him because he's basically is your team. Um, and frankly, you've gotten very, very lucky because he's been <laughs> such a monster between him and Keenan Allen. Without that, um, <clears throat> there's not much. You know, I'm looking at your rankings and you have the number one running back. And outside of that, the whoa, next whoa, whoa. highest. Mike, I've, I beat two very good teams. Thank you very much. I mean, you shitting on me, but. I get it. I, I, My team's not that great, but 4-0. I am reviewing your team. <laughs> I'm just saying Christian McCaffrey is your team. And I believe that is a very safe assessment. Um, <laughs> all right. Then I got a highlight. Um, it was a it was a tie between Jonu Smith or Jahan Dotson. Um, just because of the fact that you have Johnny Smith in there is pretty funny. But I'm going to do Yahan Dawson's because that was the guy that I was mad at. The top 10 tight end. Yeah, I know. that you, uh, Yahan Dawson was the one you sniped for me. Um, and he has not performed the way that we had hoped. Um, his last week was his best week, uh, thanks to a very late touchdown 
Um, but it now you got the Sam Howell, Johan Dotson stack going against me. And as as I described with Jason's matchup against me, a lot of things tend to go right uh, when they face me. So this could be Jan Dotson's week, uh, especially against a very shitty Chicago defense. Dom? All right, looking at do it for Chubb here, Mikey B's squad, uh, led by Justin Fields. He'll be playing on Thursday night this week against the Washington Commanders. Justin Fields, welcome back. Last week, a big performance, um, 36 points. Question is, was that real? Or is he going to go back to what he did the first few weeks, which were 16, 16, or 12 on the fantasy side? Um, that's going to be the make or break it for Mike's team. Uh, ever since Mike put uh, the rookie QB, C.J. Stroud, on the roster, put a little pressure on fields, and it worked for him last week. Uh, next, we're going to talk about Bajan Robinson. God, I don't think I watched any of that game in London, uh, but the Atlanta offense is bad. But anytime this guy, Bijan, touches the ball, he's electric. Boogie, woogie, woogie. And he... <laughs> oh, man, I just took a sip of my drink, a big one. <laughs> God damn it, Dom. It's how, terrible. How are we the two dads on this on this show? And he's the Dom one who all the dad jokes. The jokes are so bad. It's, it's also uncle jokes. Okay. I fucking, right. I love it. Okay. I love all right, it. Go ahead. <laughs> Uh, he's got a favorable matchup against Houston this week. Uh, hopefully, Atlanta's smart and this gives him the ball more. We know they want to run first because Desmond Ritter trying to throw the ball is a joke. Um, next, ooh, that was a nice crunch. What was that? Ice. That was ice out of my drink. Added sorry. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Professional podcast. Lastly, I'll mention uh, Marquise Hollywood Brown. Uh, last week had a good performance. 13 fantasy points. Uh, not a lot of people talking about Hollywood so far. He had a slow start with seven points. And for some reason, I decided to drop him. But Jordan picked him up. I'm sorry, Mike picked him up smartly, put him in his lineup, and the last three weeks have been good. 14, 15, and 13 points. And oh. obviously, he's the number one guy. Josh Dobbs, the quarterback for the Cardinals, has been competent and providing enough value uh, on the fantasy side to the best playmaker on their team, in my opinion. So he gets a matchup against the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, we'll see what he does uh, this week. Uh, Jordan, how do you feel about your matchup against a fellow dude? And <sighs> what is the bet that is on the line between you two? Oh, because we need one. Uh, water be. bet? Water bet, Mike? I'll water bet. At least. I'll All right, let's do you. it. We'll spin. We'll do the first water bet of the season. We'll spin. Yeah. Um, my ex actually meet Alexander Madison. <laughs> I dropped him like a fucking idiot. I didn't mean to do that. I, I don't know what I was doing. I was like playing around the waivers or something and forgot to cancel the move. I don't know. Anyway, I probably read Our some trash article. is Mike's treasure, apparently. I know. I probably read some stupid article uh, on ESPN. <laughs> With that said, Mike's going to beat me in my first loss because, because he's just going to beat me. Here's better, Mike. Congrats on your win. No, 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 no. <laughs> I know what you're doing. <laughs> I know what you're doing. All right, no. All right, next we're going to just go to Dom. Uh, by the way, congrats on your victory, Jordan. Um, Thank you. Dom versus Sam. Um, so, Dom, first, you traded away Lamar Jackson. Did not see that coming. I thought if there was anyone, you would trade Anthony Richardson. But the rookie has been on fire when he's not concussed. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and he gets Tennessee, who does not <laughs> perform very well against the pass. Uh, but last the last two games, the first game, last game he was in against the Rams, he only threw eleven passes. Um, <laughs> but he ran fit. Oh, he I'm sorry, he completed eleven passes. He threw twenty five, so he only completed eleven. But <laughs> he still got two hundred yards and two. And he, he got, you know, a lot of rushing yards. And then against Houston, he left early, but he had only six passes completed. 
for 56 yards, but I think that he got knocked out in like the first or second quarter really early. So Tennessee, I expect him to throw more, you would hope, against that defense because they are very good against the uh, run. So I don't know how they, they are with quarterback running, though. But, yeah, big, uh, you know, big props. If you're willing to trade away Lamar Jackson and get rid of the Lamar and Mark Andrews stack, uh, you know, that's a lot of pressure on uh, young Anthony Richardson. Um, then we have Devon Achan. Uh, as I mentioned, he is electric right now, very, very fast. <laughs> Only eight carries last week, but for 101 yards. 101 yards on eight carries. Uh, (laughs) The dude is insane, and he gets the New York Giants. Uh, I talked about the Giants already. Poo-poo is the best way you can describe them. Um, And I I, I will not talk about your new trade piece uh, because I have to highlight that you currently have the number four running back on the bench in favor of <laughs> Romeo Dobbs. <laughs> that is surprising. You're obviously playing matchups, I would say. I think you're probably – I don't know if you'll stick with it, but that is an interesting move. But you you can't blame you. At least you're probably going for safe floor. Dobbs is the number 17 wide receiver. He's gotten – 13 targets last game, 12 targets the game before that. Vegas can be thrown on. We already talked about how Jordan Love, we expect a huge bounce back. So why not go for his number one target in Romeo Dobbs? I don't hate the move because Kyron is facing a very tough uh, Philadelphia run, but it's got to be a very tough decision to bench be running back four of the league. Yeah, the, the matchup and the injury that he's dealing with. What type uh, of injury? Con- contributing factors here. Uh, hip injury. Didn't practice today. Oh, he's it's it's Wednesday. He's young. He's young. He doesn't he's know. young, so he shouldn't be, shouldn't be missing practice. It's oh. practice, Mike. It's, it's Wednesday. James Conner never play, uh, practices on Wednesday. Just it's a, Also it's a not young. As we as we talk about this under thirty year old uh, man, God, yep. how hypocrite are we? All right, looking at ham sandwiches. Uh, <clears throat> obviously, your quarterback Josh Allen scares the bejesus out of me, uh, but I think I can I can match him blow for blow this week with my guy Anthony Richardson. I'm all in on the rookie. Didn't believe coming into the year. Hey, hey, hey! Here we are. Whose team? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, yeah. Whose team here? are you fucking reviewing? I already whoa, talked whoa. about Richardson. You talk about your opponent, Thank and you. that's it. Thank you, Mike. Thank you. Wow, we got we got a strict set the tone here. We're a professional podcast. All right, I'm gonna go with her namesake here, Sam Laporta. Playing <laughs> oh, nice, nice segue. I, I, I'll allow it. He's currently the tight end two on the year. He's getting enough work. He's probably the number one receiver on that team. Well. Behind Amon Ra, he's getting enough targets anyway to be the number two uh, tight end so far this year, going up against Carolina. Um, next, I will talk about Derrick Henry. Uh, not a lot to be said about Henry uh, through this most of the season. He is currently the RB10. He finally had a big week. First big week was this week uh, against Cincinnati. Uh, as you know, the Tennessee Titans. They ran away with that game and had to leave for most of the time. So what did they do? Fed Derrick Henry 22 times for 122 yards and a touchdown. Um, obviously, he, I'm hoping – He already that passed Indiana for one. Coach. Did you say that? Oh, he also passed for one. Yeah. Yes. That's always a plus when you get your running back to throw <clears throat> a touchdown for you. And lastly, I will talk about Devontae Smith, currently the wide receiver 14. Um, he had a down week in week three. A good performance here in week two, but A.J. Brown the last two weeks has been the dude for Philadelphia. Um, but it's any given week, uh, I guess, the, depending on the matchups, who Hurts going to go to more. Um, really like this young receiver here going up against the Los Angeles Rams. 
uh, tougher matchup fantasy-wise and on the field. So we'll see uh, what he does. But Jordan, give us your unbiased pick in this matchup. Uh, so this is an interesting matchup for me. Very unbiased pick here. My X factor is going to be the defense with Sammy actually putting the number one ranked defense on the bench against the San Francisco 49ers, which I kind of understand. She's playing matchups. She gets the commanders. Uh, she picks up the commanders defense at home. Not so sure if I agree with that, even though they are playing Chicago, but we know Justin Fields can put up points. Um, so very interesting move there by her. That's my X factor. My win's going to go to Dom. Team to be. Don't you put that juju on me. Team to be the two best wide receivers. I think he has two fantastic wide receivers. Been riding that take all season long. And he fa- he managed to come into gold with Devon A-Chain. Mike highlighted earlier, eight carries for 100-something yards and t- a couple of touchdowns. Just absurd, absurd stats from A-Chain. Going to be hard to beat Dom. Sorry, Sam. Mm. All right. Let it be known. What I do your... not wish to beat your wife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was your X factor? Oh, my X factor was the defenses. Oh yeah. Okay. Because yeah. So Commanders, Cowboys, okay. and then Dom's got the Jets playing Denver. All right. Which was a late pickup. I think you just picked that up like just this afternoon. Yep. I really wanted to get the Jets defense. Fuck you, Dom. What are you talking about? We... You put a bid in for the Detroit Lions. I was just and outbid me by a dollar. And I bet you, you buy really, and, and Wait, you bet a dollar? I bet two dollars. You bet three. Oh, I fucking love it. Yes. And and you you're so and you're like, I want the Jets defense. You said you probably said, who the fuck's gonna bid money on this fucking defense? <laughs> no, no. I was like, man, he's a, he's smarter than I thought, but uh, apparently not. <laughs> if you're like, I really wanted the Jets defense. Mike, uh, it's a psyop here, okay? Yeah. All right. Don't worry about what I want. Fuck. Why didn't I get the Jets defense? That was stupid. All right, all good. Uh, next, we have J.O. versus Kurt. To me, this is the matchup of the week. That's why mm-hmm. we are highlighting them last. Um, I believe I have J.O. Yes, I do. Oh, happy day. Uh, 4-0 J.O. He just can't be touched. He just can't be touched. It's unbelievable. And now he, you know, he got Aaron Jones somewhat back last week, but he was on a limited snap count. Now they're facing Vegas. They got a lot of criticism for only giving him like five carries last week. Monday night, he's had extra time to heal up. This is a Aaron Jones smash game. I believe Aaron Jones is at least going to have two touchdowns this game. Um, Whoa. Yeah. I think he is going to crush Las Vegas, uh, which only means the NFL is going to jump in and just say he can't play um, or something because they suck. Um, or or every every long run is going to be a holding call because that's what um, they do, uh, the NFL. But yes, Aaron Jones should have a monster game against Vegas. Then I want to talk about AJ Brown, one part of the duo that is basically like leading his team. He went for zero RB, and this was the year to do it. And he picked the right move with Stefan Diggs and AJ Brown. And with AJ Brown, ever since he bitched and complained uh, against Minnesota uh, on a Thursday night game, I believe, he has gone nine for 131 and then nine for 175 and two. Well, some people want Devontae Smith to do some stuff. Uh, by the way, a couple of weeks ago, when Devontae Smith had that big game, Sam was facing me. Uh, just saying. Shut up, Mike. You're ridiculous. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I can just keep <laughs> referencing that. I, it's good. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But uh, AJ Brown going against the Rams. I'm not worried if I'm the uh, if I'm Jo. He is good enough. He's matchup proof. Even though the Rams are seventh against the wide receivers. Then I want to talk about Christian Kirk playing in London against Buffalo. Playing against the slot. Buffalo is a good defense, but he does not have T Higgins. Uh, Higgins currently with a rib injury, so he slides in Christian Kirk who has been the best receiver for the Jags, but not what you would uh, you know, expect from a top 12 uh, player last year or wide receiver. So um, Christian Kirk has a lot of shoes to fill to now be in the starting lineup. All right. Looking at Mr. Bo Jangles, currently two and two, going up against the defending champ who is 
been hot as anybody, 4-0 in the year. But Bojangles looking to change that. Uh, starting off with Tua, we know he's got a powerful offense, got slowed down by a strong Buffalo defense this week. Uh, but he's going up against the crappy Giants. So expect um, I expect more fireworks from the Miami Dolphins this week. Uh, next, let's talk about a new toy. TJ Hawkinson, currently the tight end number one, going up against the Kansas City Chiefs. That should be a high score and a fair. Um, and his number one um, position ranking is a little misleading, uh, mostly carried by a 22-point performance in week two, single digits in all other weeks so far. Uh, what will he do against the Kansas City Chiefs? Obviously, Minnesota's going to need a score. Will he get a touchdown or two? Or will they all go to uh, Jordan, uh, Justin Jefferson? God damn it, Jordan. You got that stuck in my head all the time. You said Jordan Jefferson. That was my fault. That's my fault. I do that. Uh... Yeah. And then uh, lastly, he's got a new player also on his, on his team from waivers, paid up to get Jaleel McLaughlin. Of course, he is a Denver Bronco, so it's no surprise that Bo Jangles would pay 17 bucks to get him off waivers. Uh, had a strong performance last week when he filled in after Javante went out uh, with injury. And it's not looking like Javante will play again this week. Uh, will Jaleel make it into his lineup or not? Uh, he also has Jamison Williams, who's Jamison Williams, wide receiver for the Lions, who could potentially play this week uh, coming back from his suspension. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see. He's going to need all the firepower he can get against our defending champ. But Jordan, can he take him down? All right. So thank you, Dom. Very, very lovely breakdown. My X Factor is going to be the quarterback position here for these two. Uh, J.O. has the QB number three. Had a really, really rough week last week. But before that, he was tearing it up. Absolutely on fire. Kirk Cousins. Do y'all consider this a primetime game at 3 o'clock? Is this like a – what no. do y'all think? No. Okay, no. so what? We'll this is we'll when have... people typically like taking naps from the big ones, oh, and then the then Sunday have... night football. Yep, we have non prime time Kirk going against Kansas City. We all think it'll be a high scoring affair. We'll see how that comes out against Tua, Tungavailoa, CT Ua himself against a terrible, terrible poo poo Giants defense. That position will be the game changer in this matchup here, and my W will be K Bag. I think he finally take. I think Jo finally gets taken down this week. So mean. So mean. All right. Sorry, Joe. Nah, nah, all good. Well, it is power ranking times. Boys, did y'all do your your power rankings? I did. Oh, yeah. It's in there. All right. At number 12, we have Dez. No movement. Don't need to talk any further about that, but we, we believe you will get that win. Um, in fact, Dom thinks you're going to get it this week. Don't worry. Um, Zach moves down a spot uh, to number 11. Jordan probably moved him down probably because he didn't like that trade, apparently. Um, <laughs> myself moves move up a spot. Uh, Chris, a big faller, moving down to nine from five, moving four spots down. Sorry, Cuzzy. Uh, yeah, I'm guessing that's because they, of the poor showing, but we're sure the, the potential will start coming through, which we give that argument for Chris, but we don't give it to Zach, who's getting um, fucking <laughs> Cooper Cup back. Um, Puka's so, there now. Okay. I mean, Cooper Cup's going to get his. But all I'm right. Again. Another faller we have is Ollie at number eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, outside looking in right now, Jordan's like, yep, told you. So he's got to make some moves. He's got to take a book out of a, a page out of Chris's book and start making some uh, transactions. Um, Sam moves down one to number seven. A big Despite run. the win. Despite the win. No mm-hmm. respect. No respect. Um, Dom, big riser, moving up three spots to number six. How do you feel about that? 
I like it. I think I've uh, assured up my running back position uh, by adding Brian Robinson. I can't play two quarterbacks, so I think that helps me a lot, a little bit. And then, uh, yeah, I know Jamar Chase is struggling to start, and I believe obviously he'll he'll come back in time, and that'll just uh, make me a little stronger. That's how I feel about my team. All right, and I, I you're very high on him. Um, at number five, we have. Little Richard Evan moving up also three spots. Uh, somewhat surprising. I don't think he's made a lot of moves. Um, but he, he, when he drafts well, he drafts really well. I mean, you know, he won a league, he won the league one year just by basically just drafting. Um, and that was about it. Uh, at number four with no movement is Jordan. Uh, at number three, Jason drops two spots to. Number three with the loss to J.O. At no movement, Kurt stays at number two. And the new number one, <laughs> moving up two spots. God damn it. The league leader and never dropped it once. <laughs> J.O., what fucking world are we living in? Uh, <sighs> I, I, guys, I, I don't know. I have no idea. What? At this point. We must be living in the 2022 season because he won it. And guess what? He's proven us that he's for real. He's for real. Joe's for real. I know. Hey, you know what? You know what I'm <laughs> proud of him for? Uh, he's humble. He will not. He doesn't talk a lot about it. Um, I, I'm very surprised. <laughs> he doesn't break it up a lot. <laughs> I don't. He will. He will. Yeah. Don't worry. I think he's probably waiting to at least halfway through the season. He's like, all right, now I'm safe. And then he's going to be relentless. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, and with that, we are going to move to our random question. Um, I will just point out, um, I'm not the nerd who picked this topic. Um, just so everyone knows, the first pick of the draft now picks the topic. And Jordan went with best Pokemon. Um, be favorite, favorite, best favorite, same thing for me. Best favorite, whatever. Uh, same difference. Best favorite, Pokemon. So Jordan, with the number one pick, who are you taking? I'm taking Bulbasaur. Um, when Pokemon came out, everybody's picking Charizard, the fire dude, pretty cool dragon, whatever. Fuck him. I was picking the fat guy with the plant on his back, Bulbasaur <laughs> baby. He helped you clear out uh, the second gym, the water gym. And the rock gym, the first two gyms were an easy, easy fight thanks to Bulbasaur's uh, Vine Slash. Yes, I remember that from like 20 years ago, 25 years ago most likely. Uh, yeah, Bulbasaur evolves into Venusaur eventually. I mean, can't hate him. He's awesome. Come at me. <laughs> All right. I'll, uh, I'll half of that, I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you <clears throat> just said. Um, I wasn't huge in the Pokemon Um I had some cards here, cards here and there as a as a kid. I I I enjoyed sports more and, and girls. Um, so uh, for me, I'm going to pick. Uh... Uh, did we lose you, Mike? Did we lose Mike? We lost Mike. Who's he picking? Oh no! He History. picked Pikachu. He picked fucking Pikachu. He put oh, on Mike, the he put on the dock. Oh, Mike, we cannot hear you. Should we back uh, out and restart, Dom? No, let's just keep going. I think we can do this. Uh, okay, go and ahead. Wrap it up. <laughs> Mikey B. Pikachu is a great pick. Mikey's a Pikachu. Sure. Yeah, a chalk pick, chalk. And there he goes. He'll join us again here shortly. So I'll go on and talk about uh, Mewtwo because there really is no match for the Mewtwo. Uh, it's one thing for certain, Mewtwo is a champion of powerful Pokemon, standing six foot seven inches and 269 pounds. Right. This scientific creation of Mewtwo, the spawn of pregnant Mew that had its DNA altered, capable of controlling the mind of its enemies and teleportation, Mewtwo is undaunted. In the recent detective Pokemon Pikachu film, excuse me, Mewtwo's abilities are on full display, personifying how devastatingly powerful this Pokemon is. Mewtwo, the greatest of them all. And yes, uh, that all came off the top of my head and not directly from a website that I'm looking at. Okay, Dom. Whatever. Good pick. Thank you for playing. <laughs> I think Pokemon. Everybody love Pokemon. Um, come on. Don't hate. 
you get who gets picked next week? Mike? I believe so. Yeah, Mike gets picked uh, next week. It's gonna be like saltiest food or something. Who knows? Anyway, <laughs> um, anything else? Anything else to add, Dom? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Cap it off for the night. I'll cap it off. I will say this. There is a blockbuster trade currently in the talks within the league. I won't Ooh. spill any more details. Mike is going to be so pissed he didn't hear this. Well, he's going to hear it <laughs> on the pod. But, yes, blockbuster <laughs> trade and talks. I will see you guys next week. Love you, Dom. Love you too, dude. All right. Later. See you later. Hold up. Mikey B here. If you think I'm going to let Xfinity get in the way of my ego and not let me t- let me talk about my pick, and that is being Pikachu, uh, you have another thing coming. Pikachu is my pick. Yes, he's chalk, Jordan, but that's because he is the GOAT. He is basically the main character that you follow with Ash in the like American version of the show. He is in Super Smash Bros. and is awesome with it. Um... He is also the star of the movie, uh, Detective Pikachu. Oh, and do we have to mention how damn cute he is? Pika Pika? I mean, come on. He is the goat for a reason. Uh, so, yes, you messed up with your Bulbasaur pick. Uh, Mewtwo is going to be my, my second pick if, uh, if I didn't get Pikachu. But, yes, Pikachu is the number one, without a doubt. I'm going to end this this episode so we can hear my voice last because that's how i see my ego i'm kind of feel like the host of this show and i just care the the rest of them um but all kidding aside i love you dudes but i look forward to hearing what this this big blockbuster deal is that jordan is talking about uh I've, if it has anything compared to his last trade uh with eli with kenny pickett versus danny dimes um i'm sure it's gonna be very fun to grade uh but yes uh, good night, everyone. Good luck to everyone this upcoming week. It's the first week of uh, buys being uh, uh, messing with everyone's lineup, and hopefully everyone can survive some some buy apocalypse. Maybe if they if they have multiple people on buy, uh, everyone except Jordan. You don't need luck. You'll beat me. Your team is just so good for now. Good night, everybody. Love y'all. I'm a dude. He's a dude. We're three dudes saying stuff.